0: Hey, what's going on, church? We are so excited that you decided to join us for this daily devotional. And if you have your Bibles, I want you to open up to 1 Kings 19. And we're going to be reading verses 19 through 21. But before we do, I want to kind of catch you up on what's going on in our story. You see, Elijah, he has just been told by God in verse 16 that he is to go back the way he came and find and anoint Elisha to replace him as God's prophet. And in verse 19, as we pick up the story Elijah, he sees Elisha from the distance. And he's forming his father's land. And the Bible says this. It says, Elisha was plowing with the 12th team. Elijah went over to him and threw his cloak across his shoulders and then walked away. Elisha left the oxen standing there, ran after Elijah and said to him, First, let me go and kiss my father and mother goodbye, and then I will go with you. Elijah replied, go on back, but think about what I've done to you. So Elisha returned to his oxen and slaughtered them. He used the wood from the plow to build a fire to roast their flesh. He passed around the meat to the townspeople, and they all ate together. Then he went with Elijah as his assistant. I love that story, church. And the first thing that really stands out to me in this story was the calling. You see, Elijah, he finds Elisha out plowing his father's field and this wasn't anything special. This is something that his dad did and his dad probably did before him. He was at least, at least a second generation farmer so this was very common for Elisha's family. But the Bible says that when Elijah, when he approaches him, that he places his cloak, his jacket on Elisha's shoulders. Now This wasn't common church. In fact, this was pretty special because this was a symbol of Elijah passing on his prophetic authority to Elisha. Now, to understand the significance of this event, the best thing that we can do is try to put ourselves in Elisha's shoes and try to understand what happened that day. So try to imagine with me, you're cutting grass, right? And I know it's hard to imagine because all this rain we've been getting. In fact, I think it's raining right now. But just imagine with me, you're cutting grass, right? You're, you're paying attention to the lines. You're, you're, you're being very precise on the way you're cutting and you're focused and all those things. And all of a sudden, you notice a stranger walking to your yard. And you're like, what is going on? And all of a sudden, they throw a cloak. They throw their jacket on you. I, I don't know about you, but I'd be like, dude, what are you doing? It is hot out here, right? I mean, I don't know if I would respond the way Elisha responded. But you see, unlike me, Elisha... He knew that the cloak being thrown on him, it meant something special. See, that cloak being thrown on his shoulders meant that Elijah was telling him, you're going to be the future prophet of Israel. I mean, how would you feel, church? What would you say? You're out there doing your everyday thing, which you always do, engaged in your normal routine. And in one moment, one interruption, everything changes, church. How would you respond to that? Well, the Bible says that Elisha, he does something amazing. After receiving this calling, Elijah he goes and he slaughters his oxen. He burns his plow and then he finishes with a barbecue. Come on, somebody. The man's cutting grass and and he's barbecuing. I can relate to Elisha today. But what I love most about Elisha is he recognizes the significance of this moment. And in an instant, church. He leaves his past behind him, and he goes all in for the calling that God has placed on his life in an instant, church. Elisha, he is called to something greater than himself, and he is completely committed to what God has for him. Church, I bring up the story today because I wanted you to see that you are no different than Elisha. You see, so many of us, man, we are immersed in our everyday. We're immersed in our routine. Most of us have a routine. Now, I know sometimes that routines change a little bit. Like my kids just went back to school, so it's changing a little bit. But for the most part, most of us, we live in a routine, a routine where we grocery shop on the same day, whatever that day is for you. There's a time that we drop our kids off at school. There's a certain hours that you go to work and you work those hours. Most of us are in our everyday, immersed in our routine. And the Bible says that God, every place that I go, every place that I walk into, that he is with me. And sometimes we feel that, right? We feel his presence, sometimes we don't, but sometimes we do because he wants to spend time with us. Not because he's watching us, making sure we don't get in trouble, right? No, he loves us. He's got a plan for us, and he has a purpose for our lives. But I'll be honest, sometimes when God wants to spend time with me, sometimes when I can even feel him, sometimes when I can't, I realize that I don't always respond like Elisha did. To be honest, sometimes I ignore it. And when I think about those times, it brings me back to a time where I probably didn't let go of some past things that I should have. You see, I know that self-evaluation is hard. Sometimes it's hard to ask ourselves these things. Am I responding like Elisha did that day? And I think about, man, especially if you have good plans and you feel secure in those plans that you made for your life. Because, listen, it would have been easy for Elisha to brush off the cloak and continue with his goal and his plans for his life. It would have been easy because here he was, a second-generation farmer. He was at least going to be successful in the trade that he was taught by his parents. But you see, that wasn't enough for Elijah. Instead, what does Elijah do? Elisha, he decides to take the next steps to leave his past behind him, and he decides to put all his hope in the God that he serves. Because I believe deep down inside Elisha, he knew that God's plan was better than any other plan he could ever come up with for his life. And church, I'm here to tell you that God wants to do the same thing for you. But like Elisha, we've got to choose to let go of that past and look forward to what God has for us. Come on, say it with me. Let go. Let God. Let go and let God. And I encourage you, wherever you're in life, if you feel, man, that God is definitely pulling on your heart to do something bigger and greater than yourself, I encourage you, let go of that past thing, whatever that is. And let's be a church who decides to move forward in what God has for us. Can I get a good amen? Come on, look, I hope this encourages you. And if it has, I encourage you, share this link. Hopefully it can bless someone else. And don't forget, please don't forget, to if you have a prayer request, put it in the comments because we find it a true honor to get to pray with you today. Look, we love you, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Thank you for listening.